Hello! Welcome to the Homespun Yak. How is it going, Kyle? It's going pretty well. Um, just been kind of a non-stop last four days. Yeah, yeah, it really has. <laughs> we, we've, been, we've been trying to... Uh, to record for for the last four days and unfortunately both of our schedules have been insane but some good stuff and we've got a lot of bad stuff to talk yeah. about but some good stuff <laughs> some good. you had started out positive let's start it out positive you had your birthday so happy birthday mr hatley so you are now the ripe old age of 30 years old. 30. Congratulations. Yep. You're over the hump. Well, thank you. Yep. I had my sweet 30th um, <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday. So I'm basically just like 21 for the ninth time. Nice. That's basically what I tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally accurate, too. Yeah. <laughs> people are in denial like that that's good that's good well if we were in 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 middle age times uh we'd we, be we, old we, we'd be just about dead yep we'd have grandchildren by now oh for sure for sure yeah that's that's a, that's such a weird thing to think about too like i wonder if the statistics for that are just based off of like overall life expectancy and people didn't actually look old i just have the hardest time imagining people hitting like 30 or 32 <laughs> and they have like all this gray hair and they're like they I have know. wrinkles and they're like disheveled and whatnot yeah. like you imagine i don't know i mean The amount of what? Oh, you're still there. <laughs> you locked out for a second. I thought I thought you'd said Zencaster is having some uh, server issues. Apparently, um, that's the message I got when I created the room. So, <laughs> and we did not we did not uh, confer before before the bike. <laughs> we were just like fuck it. We're going. Let's we go. ain't got time for server issues. No. Just going to talk over that. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I guess people probably did look way more haggard at 30 then than now yeah. because just you're constantly exposed to the elements and just working manually all the time. Yeah. And No, uh, that's true. I, I don't know. I wonder if most of that expectancy was i mean it's a lot of factors but you know health related issues you know child a lot of people died in childbirth the mothers right. included and right disease you're more likely to you know get taken out by a bad case of diarrhea then um, <laughs> okay, get, very get, very easy to go with that back in the day get knocked out by a coronavirus <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, that's, <laughs> and then uh, just probably getting stabbed to death was was, was was should have been on your radar back then as well. That's a common way to go in the Middle Ages. <laughs> you had a you had a sixty to seventy percent chance of getting stabbed <laughs> at least once in your life, yeah. <laughs> at yeah. least once. <laughs> you you, pro you might survive, you know. Yeah, you might survive, for sure. <laughs> Quality of life might suddenly decrease, but... Yeah. You'll live <laughs> another two, three years, you know, in agony, but... <laughs> Trying to breathe out of one lung. <laughs> God wills it. <laughs> Ripe old age of 24. Oh, he died so young, said the 26-year-old. <laughs> He had so much more life ahead of him. He had s at least six more years. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. So, anyways, welcome welcome to the 30s. It feels no different than the 20s. <laughs> yeah. 
do you feel do you feel any different? Did you have a, a moment of realization of like, damn, I'm 30 years old, or was it just kind of a a regular birthday kind of situation for you? Um, it seemed pretty normal for the most part. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think there was nothing physical or anything that was like, oh, I'm definitely 30 now. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe just more mental, and that was in my own head. So right. no, nothing nothing changed. It's just another, another day, really. Um, just going to try to make the best of my 30s now. Yeah, make the best of your 30s. I wonder how much, I wonder how the progre- the progression is going to go. Like the progression from, for me from 20 to 30 seems like I molted, like I turned into a whole another human being. So I'm curious the, what the, if, if it's going to be a similar progression from 30 to 40. Yeah. Or you're going to re- reverse back. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think it just depends on the type of person you are. I think definitely people will inevitably change, but I think you have the capacity within a 10-year window of time to change a lot about yourself physically and mentally for the better as long as you continue to have an open mind and uh, basically just try to live your life in a in a positive more meaningful way and i think you try to i think you kind of narrowed those things down the older you get so as long as yeah. you can act on that for sure then you probably will continue to to grow in a in a yeah. positive direction but you know you've never tried heroin before so <laughs> there's always that too you can go backwards well, as far as you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 you could. That could be your secret. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I'm just a highly functioning uh, heroin act. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, did you do anything for your birthday? I know you went to the state UNC game, and you were uh, really happy yeah, about yeah. that. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing to say there. Um, <laughs> Yeah. State crushed them, folks. Don't check the scoreboard. <laughs> don't ever check the Moving score on. <laughs> for a state UNC game. Just don't even watch the game. Don't check the score. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just like when I texted you. I When I first moved to, to the United States of America and I was convinced to pick a, a North Carolina team, I made the mistake of picking North Carolina State because I had no idea. And... Uh, that was incredibly frustrating for many, many years uh, because of exactly those kinds of situations. Like NC State would would pick these random games to just play amazing, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, they're totally on an like a trajectory upwards, and we're gonna yeah. we're gonna get to the to the final four and like ridiculous stuff, right?" <laughs> and then. And then they play a game that you knew that they could win or they should win or it was like a high-pressure game or it was against Duke or it was against UNC. And suddenly they would just they would just fall on their face. And it, yeah. it was just like without, without missing a beat every single year, it was like that. And this yeah. year, uh, based off of what you told me, UNC is doing terribly. Oh, their worst year ever. Basically. Yeah, and it would just be great if State could just beat them so that State fans can rub it in their face just once. Just once. But, <laughs> but no. no, no, State no, pulled it off it. again. Couldn't do it. <laughs> and it just oh. seems like no matter who the coach is, who the athletic director, right. what players you get, it's just the same mentality of just like we'll – will be better next year yeah or just so much potential that is just kind of un it just doesn't reach that live up to the hype of that possible potential so yeah it's so i don't know it's just like we won like four games in a row and then we just got smoked by georgia tech coming into this game Mm -hmm. and like georgia tech is just 
a garbage team. I mean, in comparison to a lot of other teams we've played already yeah. and, and beaten. And then, you know, home game against UNC, like everybody's pumped up. The fans are going crazy. And uh, I don't know, it's just super lackluster. There was no game plan, it seems like. There was uh, no composure, a lot of unnecessary fouling going on, mm-hmm. and just a lot of uh, – it was a lot of turnovers, but we did not capitalize off those turnovers. UNC did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just seemed like the plan was just basically if you feel like you can take a guy on and dribble to the basket and throw up a shot, just do it. It just didn't look like we had any sort of ball movement, just made next to no three-pointers. I mean, it was just a nightmare, really ugly, ugly performance. And, uh, I mean, UNC is not a good team at all. They're right. garbage. But they had this guy, number 15, I can't remember his name, he was just by far the best player on the court by a mile. And really? he just dominated. Like, he's six <laughs> nine. Yeah. And I guess they're sort of their power forward, but he just would back people down. He could he could nail shots from like the top of the key, like free throw area, mm-hmm. pretty easily. Yeah. And uh, he just I don't know, he must have had like thirty something points. Um, just dominated. It was like if he got the ball, it was it was gonna they were gonna score, and we just mm-hmm. could not play defense on him or anybody else. So it was just a from the from the jump really it was it was over. I mean it was just we had the lead for a little bit. They gained the lead and just it never was close. So yeah, it was just uh, very demoralizing. And I don't see how this is going to help. You know, going forward, I just think it's not a good momentum at all. So. Right. If we would have beaten Georgia Tech and then UNC, that's a nice win streak there. And now you're in consideration for NCAA. Right. Maybe even in the ranking discussion because it would have been like 17-5 and five after that, which is a pretty good record. But, I mean, now forget it. Nobody's going to give us the time of day and, you know, as they shouldn't because we don't deserve it. And that's it. the dejected just like that's it i'm done (laughs) tune in next year (laughs) tune in next year (laughs) things won't be any different but we'll pretend they will (laughs) so you don't think that they're going to make it into march madness or what oh no no really no oh man and i'm assuming unc's not either right no they won't either because you know, we'll we'll see how it plays out, but we'd probably need to win every single game at this point to be in contention for the turn. I mean, anybody from the ACC can get in if they win the ACC tournament, but right. likely that's not going to be State or UNC at this point. Yeah. And that's probably their only chance. Yeah, that makes sense. So aside from the uh, – the state game, did you do anything for your birthday? Yeah, I went to the old Angus Barn. Oh, yeah, uh, nice. Yeah, hadn't been there in quite some time. And uh, while we were – it was that was a Friday night while we were waiting. Uh, I don't know if you've – I might have mentioned this, but um, Michael Bisping walked in. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, no, you definitely did not mention okay. this. And like we were sitting in like a waiting area type thing where there was a bar and we were just hanging out. Yeah. And uh I was like sitting kind of looking toward the entrance and this guy like walking over toward us and I'm like that is 100% Michael Bisping. Yeah. Like what in the what is this dude doing? Coming to the Angus Bar, <laughs> I was like, so random. And then uh, I saw a couple of the guys he was with. I didn't recognize, right. but he met up with a group of guys, and one guy had a massive like 
ring that said SC on it. Yeah. And I immediately was like Sports Center. Yeah. And um, I then realized that the UFC was in Raleigh yeah, that next night. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that totally makes sense because he's an analyst now. He's retired. So he's a full analyst for ESPN because mm-hmm. they now own the UFC, I guess. Oh, I didn't know ESPN owns uh, yeah. the UFC. So now oh. all the fights are through ESPN. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, damn. Okay. So, well, yeah, I was cool. just like caught off guard for a second, but then I realized, oh, that, that makes total sense that he would be here and then go to the Angus barn. Yeah, and then you sucker punched him. <laughs> yeah, I caught him because he, <laughs> he, he can't see out of one eye, so I just <laughs> smashed him in the head. <laughs> He really has a glass eye. Yeah. I don't know it, much about him, so I, trust, I, I believe you. His whole career, basically, he had a problem with uh, one of his eyes where I guess he got infected or he he just got it cut badly. And it just, they kept having to put like this oil in his eye to basically lubricate your eye because his eye was not doing that anymore. Right. So his whole career was like, you know, he was partially blind, I feel like, in one eye. And then when he retired, he, they were just like, we're just, you're just going to be miserable, you know. So you might as well just get the old glass eye <laughs> or a, a pirate patch, you know. <laughs> so we're he went gonna, with the glass eye I'm just going to pop this bad boy out. <laughs> we're just going <laughs> to pop this one in. <laughs> you want some bling with it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he got a he got a glass eye and a knee replacement when he retired. So okay. fun, fun, fun little retirement gifts there. Oh, but he's yeah. doing he's doing fine. He's got a podcast. He's got ESPN. Hey. So oh, he must be the other podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think he started after us. Oh um, wow. Real trendsetters over here. Yeah, but uh, that was good. And then uh, Saturday night, Mr. Shane had a party at his new house. <laughs> nice. And that was a good time. Um. Yeah, and then Sunday. Uh, let's see. Went to a concert. Oh, which one? Uh, saw Armin Van Buren. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, and how was that? With I Benny, saw, it was great. Yeah, I saw your Snapchat or Instagram yeah. or something. It's probably Instagram because I don't care about Snapchat. Yeah, it was Instagram story. And uh, yeah, Benny went because we've we been listening to him for... I don't know, over a decade now. <laughs> it's true. I don't think he's ever been to Raleigh before, but Benny saw him in Charlotte. Yeah. And uh yeah, it was at the Ritz in Raleigh. And oh, it yeah. was it was sold out and it was a good size venue for, you know, his kind of show, but he's used to like those massive festivals too. Mm-hmm. So uh it was good. A lot of interesting characters oh, yeah? show up for those types of shows. Yeah, um, but it was fun. It was a, a, it was a good experience. No yeah. drug. No. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of shirts tucked in. Yeah, a lot of shirts tucked in for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just got off the golf course. <laughs> Straight from church to the Ritz, basically. <laughs> church to the Ritz. <laughs> Oh man, I might hashtag that later. <laughs> Church to the Ritz. Oh, oh man. Oh, yeah. Well, that's good. How did your uh, How did your knee hold up? Because I know you were you were concerned. It was pretty about good. Um, good. We kind of chilled in the back and just against the wall. So yeah, was able to lean on that because there's no seats. But it was <laughs> right. fine. It was uh, it was pretty good. Just uh-huh. bounced around on the other leg, fist bumped. <laughs> <laughs> You're just hopping on one leg. Oh yeah. <laughs> just 
throwing your fist into the air <laughs> <laughs> random intervals not not even to the beat no, yeah uh, just when i felt like it <laughs> <laughs> oh man and oh, then good. uh yeah it was pandemonium when we left um uh-huh. just people leaving and ubers everywhere and God, I mean, we must have got out of there twelve thirty one. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, so we didn't park too far away, but we walked back and departed. And now I sit here before you. <laughs> well, it definitely <laughs> sounds like an exciting weekend. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you got to yeah. celebrate a lot for your birthday. Yeah, it was packed with a lot of good things that worked out well and all the things i wanted to do yeah meanwhile the world was collapsing around us oh man i know (laughs) yeah i took an i took a nap on sunday early um and woke up to a string of texts and you know alerts about the passing of mr kobe bryant yeah yeah that was uh I I don't that has not fully sunk in for me yeah. to be honest. I I received a few text messages and Stu called me and uh a few other of my NBA clued in friends contacted me and we were just all kind of in shock. I mean Yeah. You hear like Kobe Bryant's dead, like what? <laughs> what I don't know, it How just didn't register. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just was like I read it like five times and i was like i don't know what this means like i don't really know what this means like it just yeah. doesn't make sense because i just literally a couple of days before probably late last week i was watching an interview with him like a very recent interview uh-huh. that he did with um steven jackson and um God, what's that guy's name? Um, Matt Barnes. They have a podcast um, where they basically just talk NBA, but they also interview a lot of NBA players, current and past. And like their most recent one was with Kobe, and they're just talking about what he's doing now and moments where they played together and just like career highlights, like how his – He's coaching his daughter now. Like, it was all, like, super relevant and super recent. And, like, I love that. It was a great interview. And it's called, like, um, All the Smoke, I think, is their podcast. But it was like, wow. I was just like, man, I literally just watched a a recent interview with him. And it's just so crazy because you look at Kobe Bryant and you look at all the things that he's done – in his life and it's all within the world of basketball yeah and then he finally gets out you know not that he wanted to leave but and then he has a whole new life ahead of him and like i don't know it's just gone so yeah came out of completely just thin air i and uh I mean, I guess I guess I don't know if we're ever gonna really find out what exactly happened with the helicopter. Um, uh, I think it was just they got clearance to fly despite being like pretty heavy fog, and apparently, yeah. um, the pilot they were flying through fog, and right. uh, I guess they heard over the thing like "pull up, pull up," and then that was it. Huh. It was just like those words and then immediately crashed. So I don't know if it was like it all happened at kind of at once where no one had time to react or uh, I don't I know. Hope you so. kind of hope that. Yeah, yeah, you hope that. And that's what it sounds like it probably was. I mean, whenever there's a helicopter crash, like you, you, there's going to rarely be survivors is what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, yeah, it's really sad. I mean, 
obviously it's sad about his daughter as well and it's sad about the other people as well i um i'm glad people are are adding their names to the situation but i i hope that people well i guess i don't really care but some people sometimes get mad when we don't mention the other people that were on the helicopter but i mean you have to think about the context it it's not that those lives don't matter they clearly matter it's just that uh you know the nation even beyond the nation the world watched kobe bryant grow up i mean he entered the league when he was 17 18 years old and we watched him play for 20 years and go through, I mean, that's, that's, that's a long, long time to be following somebody. Some people hated him. Some people idealized him, but he was a, he was a legend on the, on the basketball court. And a lot of that was due to not just his play and some of the things that he did, you know, winning five championships, winning an MVP, winning finals MVP, um, getting the 81 point game, getting the 60 point game on his last, last, uh, last game ever game. uh it's also his personality just like his tenacity he was like the closest thing to a jordan not saying that he was as good as jordan but saying that like his style of playing was a lot like jordan so yep. for him to just suddenly be gone i mean you gotta think bill russell is still alive i was talking to Stewart about this we yeah. were just naming all these like players i mean from, like, yeah the jerry 60s west and 70s they're still alive and Kobe Bryant, who just retired like four or five years ago, is gone. That's that's just it's so difficult to, to get past that. Yeah, I, I don't know if it'll set in for a while. I mean, yeah, basically came into the league in like 97 or something. And so basically our whole lives he was playing in the NBA and was the guy forever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely the most like Michael Jordan that I've ever seen. I mean, even to this day, like it just seemed like a guy who wanted the ball in a crazy situation or a final shot situation where a lot of people say they would want it, or a lot of people would even be like, no, nah, don't give it to me. Right. He just handled the pressure really well in big situations, you know. So, Yeah, huge loss for sure. I'm going to yeah. be – it's going gonna, it's gonna to stick in my mind for a long, long time. Similarly, yeah. for some reason, is Bernie Mac. I don't, I don't know why that affected me so much, but for some <laughs> reason, Bernie Mac – when he died that that affected me every once in a while i just think about bernie mac i'm like man that dude's dead that sucks that really sucks <laughs> just randomly <laughs> i have a feeling it's gonna be the same with uh with kobe oh yeah yeah i mean every time you like shoot a jumper whether it's oh, like yeah. in the trash or something you just have to yell kobe <laughs> yeah you, know? you do and like <laughs> Chappelle show I think made that popular but um I don't know it just doesn't feel real really um but yeah, yeah definitely Bernie Mac too I I definitely get that feeling a lot especially when I watch stand up or a movie that he was in it's just right. yeah you just think about how much more those people could have given to the world really and they had a ton more left to to do which is probably the the saddest part you still there all right hello <laughs> yeah it just cut out for a second okay <laughs> cut out again technical you're just taking a moment folks. of silence yeah. there I was. We'll just retrospectively say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't. I don't. Well, I, actually, I get. I guess I do have one more thing to say about Kobe. The uh, 
if anybody hasn't seen the Deer Basketball document, well, not documentary, that's uh, the poem that he wrote. So oh, yeah. the, the year that he retired, I think he wrote a poem that ended up winning an Academy Award. Oh, man, that was that's rough. That's really rough to watch and especially listen because it's obviously his voice like he's he's saying it. It's only like four or five minutes long, but it's such a touching story of like his relationship to basketball. And um, although I, I wasn't quite as good as Kobe, um, I, I know that <laughs> <laughs> as a kid, I, you know, I was I was really into basketball. I know you were, too. Um, so. Just, just having some like some of the similar ideas of like, you know, just looking at basketball as this kind of outlet or just something that was part of part of life. And for him, obviously, it was just it was like his way out. It was like the his biggest love and his his, yeah. his greatest strength. So, um, yeah, just hearing his voice and all that going through his his love for basketball was was. A little difficult to watch. Uh, oh yeah, after, it's after tough now. Away. Yeah, yeah, super emotional and like I don't know. It's uh, it's something that yeah, I watched it too, and I could relate to it because um, yeah, I feel like looking back at my childhood, like basketball is definitely my first love, and not that I'm anywhere near. Kobe but it doesn't mean it wasn't you know any less true and that's what made it like something that hit home as well because you just realize like your basketball is always going to be there and your and your goal is going to be there and you can just go out and just shoot and like have your alone like zen time even though you didn't really even know what that was yeah when you're a kid you know just you just forgot about the world and Shot some jumpers. Yeah. Dunked on people. Yeah. Yeah. On a six foot goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely did a lot of that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Dunking. But Kobe on. was a, um, I don't, he was a super complex figure as well because of his background and he was. He lived in Europe for a while growing up because his dad, I think, played in the European League. Mm. And so he was able to continue to learn and speak, like, Spanish, Italian. And he loved, like, AC Milan. He loved soccer and was always going over and watching games. And um, so it was just the whole world, the whole sporting world and – the whole world in general kind of stopped for a moment to really appreciate his life and what an impact he's had. And people still obviously going to be processing it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty surprising how many people, I mean, it really did feel like Sunday, like things just halted, like grinded to a halt around 3 PM Eastern time around 3 PM Eastern time. Um, yeah. Just the, I mean, Facebook, everybody was talking about it. But, I mean, even across a lot of different websites and um, other podcasts I was listening to, some stuff that was not at all related to, to basketball, uh, people were, were mentioning Kobe Bryant's passing. It's just a just a big deal. It's kind of like uh, almost like Michael Jackson dying or Prince or, you know, kind of one of those huge names. Yeah. Yep. Be insane if the Lakers won this year. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> regardless, regardless of uh, of Kobe's greatness, I I I just I guess there are two reasons. One, the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't uh-huh. really need to go any further on that. <laughs> Secondly, because uh, I just don't want LeBron to win another ring. There you go. Now it's out there. There it is, folks. <laughs> <laughs> My biased opinion. It's a LeBron that was never hater. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even so much LeBron. It's like his his. Uh, 
what are they called? Apologizers. Just the yeah. the people who are just like, yeah, he's better than Jordan, and like any time they they have any well, sort he even of said added it. information. I know, I know. He even <laughs> said he said it relatively recently. That's I was like, nah, man, nah, man. Um, yeah, stupid. I don't know. We'll see. Although I am, I'm excited because I think the LA Clippers versus the Lakers. I think that's going to be an incredible. I think that'll even be better than the finals. I, I do think that if the Bucks were oh, to yeah. get to the finals and whoever they played, I think that would be less interesting, even to me, maybe, than yeah. uh, the Clippers versus the the Lakers in the in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I think that could be the. Fu- I, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think the Clippers could do it in a in a more playoff scenario. Yeah, just feel like Kawhi is just ice cold. Yeah, he is definitely. Speaking of sports, do you have your Super Bowl prediction? Ooh. In one yep, corner, down we have to the, the Chiefs. <laughs> and in the other corner, well, the high-flying offense of the Chiefs. And in yes. the other corner, we have the slightly more modest uh, <laughs> offense of the 49ers, but the great defense of the 49ers, the aggressive yes. defense of the 49ers. Wow. Well. <sighs> You know, initially I picked the Niners to win it all, and no one, no one, everybody counted me out. This was weeks ago, um, so I'm going to stick with the Niners. I'm going 28 Ooh. to 21. Jimmy G is the MVP. Hmm. <laughs> 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 and you can bet the house. <laughs> you can bet the house. <laughs> I don't know. You can bet it on Jimmy. Because um, he had the tutelage of Thomas Brady for all these years. What is it? Thomas Who's Edward that? Patrick. <laughs> Brady. Brady the third. The third. <laughs> um. So, I don't know. I mean, I know the Chiefs are favorites. Yeah. So, I just feel like I have to go with the Niners because that's what I I said initially. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's fair. It's probably, yeah. I'll go with the Niners 28 to 21. How about your prediction? And why? (laughs) And why? Now, that's going to stump me. Um, no, I uh, I do think that the Niners have a good shot. It's not like you know, I don't know some some insane discrepancy between the two teams, but uh, I do believe that I think that the Chiefs will end up winning it. But if they win it, they're going to win it by like twenty one points or something like that. So I think. I think Chiefs win it. I'm going like 42-24. Okay, it's gonna I like be, that. It's gonna be a really wide margin if the Chiefs win it, and if they if if San Francisco ends up like pounding it with all three of their running backs. I don't know if one of their running backs can play. He got injured in the NFC championship game so I'm not sure if he's playing but assuming that he does with all three running backs if they end up pounding the rock then uh, I think that it's going to be much lower scoring Uh, it's going to be like 17 14 or something with with uh, San Francisco coming up top but I'm going with the Chiefs okay although I'll be rooting for the 49ers nice yeah because of their connection to Tom Brady I'm guessing uh, honestly, it's more so that I don't want Patrick Mahomes to 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 win a Super Bowl quite yet. Wow, 
Yeah. People, <laughs> that whole, like, the the Chiefs have just, um, people have just been kind of. What about their coach, Andy Reid? He's won so many games, and he's yet to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's fine. He can wait. <laughs> he doesn't have much time. He's obese. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that totally just sparked a, a memory in my brain. Oh. Uh, there's, there is, there's a new study out of Harvard that says that 50%, 50% of the American population will be obese in 10 years. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> That's such a relief. So relax, Kyle. You got some catching up to do. <laughs> well, maybe that's going to be my next ten-year goal. Ooh, Ooh. I'm fitting in with the majority. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm the, with the cool kids, getting fat. Oh man, yeah. So that's a that's an encouraging thought for the U.S. U.S. public. Oh, I just yeah. Wanted, We're trending well. I just wanted to throw that out there for, for everybody. Uh, trending very well. Yeah, So, and that's not overweight. That's not taking into consideration overweight people. I just want to make that completely clear. We're talking straight-up obese. Or, like, if if a person is overweight, like the, the other 50% of the population, some of that proportion is still going to be overweight. So that's... So the vast majority of the population in the United States is either going to be overweight mm. or obese. That's insane. Man, if Iran wanted to attack us or if Russia wanted to attack us, we would have to roll people down the hills or something to, to, to fight because I don't know where we'd get soldiers. I don't know where we get soldiers if everybody's obese. Whew. Yeah, it's going to have to be AI wars at that point where the obese people control them remotely. Yeah, well, that would that would work. Yeah, well, that problem solved. Keep eating. <laughs> All right, folks, never mind. We don't have a problem. <laughs> We're fine. <laughs> yeah, keep shoving Twizzlers in your mouth. <laughs> Fat. Twizzlers out of all the things. <laughs> That's what this obesity crisis is about. <laughs> Get rid of candy. Um, Switch no, to red describe, vines, folks. Describe to us what, it, uh, what is an obese person look like to the average eye? Oh, to the average eye. Uh, well, it doesn't take what much. What would be a warning sign if I if I wanted to know if I was obese? It it wouldn't take much. It's uh, I can hmm. I can give you a distinct warning sign, as in the definition is literally, you uh, you take your BMI, your body mass index, which is just hmm. the uh, division of height in meters into your weight in kilograms squared. So if you can do that, which I'm sure there's a calcul, there's probably a thousand calculators online. There's one on your phone. There's one right on your there's phone. There's one right on your phone. There you go. Then uh, and if that number comes out at at or above thirty, you are are obese. obese. Congratulations. <laughs> you think that will be a game show? <laughs> oh God. You are obese. (laughs) (laughs) You are not obese. (laughs) (laughs) You skinny fuck. (laughs) Eat more. Get out of here. Yeah, you make us feel bad. (laughs) Although I am genuinely afraid that at some point in the not-too-distant future, we're going to start normalizing obesity. Like, it's going to be... Well, we are kind of already. Not really. I mean, certain pockets of society are. I don't think 
they speak for the majority, obviously, but they do have a very loud voice because of social media. And these are the people that, uh, I don't know, we talked about the Lizzo thing. Yeah. Yeah, true. I haven't really kept up with that, though. I haven't either, but it's just like, if you, you know, if you're comfortable with your own skin, like, no matter what it, it is, like, just keep doing that kind of thing. And it's like, totally understand that from the point of, like, comfortable with who you are as a person. Like, yeah. do not ever feel ashamed or scared to express that in any way. Totally. Um, but as far as, you know, just saying, like, if you're happy with being, you know, 400 pounds then you do you, boo-boo. You keep doing you. Because nobody else can tell you that's wrong or, you know. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, I don't, you know, if you are comfortable be doing that, but don't promote that image as being, like, a healthy, like, thing. Because it's really not okay to <laughs> to be overweight or obese. Yeah. And just be like, I'm just being me, like, I'm just doing my thing. I'm just, I'm living my, I'm, I'm living my journey. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's it's not going to be a long journey. Okay. <laughs> Way to just put it out there with the exclamation mark. <laughs> yeah. You're right though. I, um, yeah. if, if a person wants to be obese, I don't think anybody just like self selects. I think I'll be fat. Uh, but mm-hmm. for, for, for those individuals that are obese, and they are okay with it, then cool, no problem. Uh, but like you said, it's it's a it's a major issue if we do start really normalizing it to a point where it's like, well, it's not so bad. It's you know, it's it can be healthy or it is healthy or you know whatever it might be. Um, that's that's when you're <laughs> that's when you're just you're hurting people. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's. It's an unhealthy habit. So, anyways, that's that's the news in terms of the medical the medical world. Uh, definitely not all that. <laughs> definitely not that that great, but uh, so be it. I feel like I I am supposed to have my phone next to me to uh, to check the like six topics that I had written down, and I seem to have placed my phone in the other room. So. I don't have the other four topics that I wanted to discuss other than the Super Bowl, Kobe Bryant. Oh, wait, your birthday was one of them. So I have like two or three other topics that I can't remember. Well, you know, if you want to go get that phone, I can keep everybody (laughs) occupied. Okay, you do that, Cal. All right. (laughs) You just keep talking to me. I'm listening. (laughs) Oh, wow. What can we say about Nick while he's gone? Um, I do remember one time when he was younger, more naive. Um, he kind of wandered into a particular situation. Yeah, that, right. Um, no. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> I uh, no, that was nothing. I I accidentally lost focus. Um so oh, okay. So I do I have two other topics which oh, one of them is actually really interesting. Hey, check this out, guys. We're going to talk about something that I think is somewhat interesting. Um huh. There is a petition right now. So I'm I'm gonna ask for your opinion here, Kyle. There's a petition to have on. Kobe Bryant <laughs> as the new NBA logo. Thoughts on that? Go. Hmm. Is he doing a fadeaway mm. jumper? No. Hmm. What's he doing in this pose? He's doing something very similar to Jerry West in the original logo. He's Dribbling a basketball. Uh, um, 
I mean, I'm okay with it, but at the same time, it's like... Let's just pop the brakes maybe a little bit. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so. Let's let the sink in. Then let's consider doing drastic changes <laughs> to an entire organization's logo. Not that he's not deserving. I think, of, you know, if it, if they want it to happen, it'll happen. And I'm totally fine with it because he is probably in the top 10 ever. Yeah. So if you're in that zone, you definitely are eligible to to be on the logo or represent the NBA in any way, you know, as an ambassador. Um, so I don't know. I guess I'm indifferent about it. So you're essentially saying you hate Kobe Bryant. <laughs> That's what I'm getting out of this. Uh, <laughs> uh, if he was, like I said, if he was doing a, a fadeaway, my response would have been, "Do it now." <laughs> it's just, but I want a different pose. It's, okay, okay, you want a different pose. I gotta admit, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and post this on the uh, the Homespun Yak Instagram page. If any of the podcast listeners aren't following us on Instagram. Go ahead and jump on over to <laughs> at homespun yak all one word and all uh, lowercase all lowercase and you will find uh, our regularly updated Instagram page <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> uh, with a series of quirky images. Uh, anyways, yes. Are you posting on that? I think. Well, I will. I will. The petition to sign? Uh, no, not, not not the petition to sign. I was just gonna throw up the the, logo. the Jerry West logo and the, the oh, I like Kobe it. logo and see what people think and you, you you're you're welcome to chime in as well. Okay, <laughs> just be you and I making comments on it <laughs> under fake accounts. I mean, I imagine what with the hundred million people that listen to the podcast, I imagine one or two other oh, people. Oh yeah, I was just joking. Yeah, no, no, definitely. <laughs> just the two of us yeah. going back and forth. Oh, man. Well, we know one person who might comment. Uh, well, well, he might send us a text. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got one today, actually. Did you? Where's the podcast? <laughs> oh, you should have checked out Instagram. <coughs> William Haynes. Uh, <laughs> Look at our Instagram page. He actually just got a new Instagram. So. Oh, nice. Good job. Congratulations, Will. Yeah, uh, yeah so that was – I wanted to get your opinion on that. Um, the the potential – well, I mean, I let's be honest. I don't think they're actually going to change the NBA logo. But, it, I, you know, I, I would not have, like, this strong visceral reaction of, like, oh, my God, you've – You've done this <laughs> massive injustice to Jerry West. Jerry, I have no man. idea why Jerry West is the logo in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> the dude went to the finals like 11 times and failed like 10 times. So, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> he's not a quitter. He's not a quitter. Like, that's the only thing I could take out of it. I mean, he is probably the most brilliant uh, GM of of them all. But, uh, yeah, his his NBA career was... Well, I mean, he was a phenomenal player, no doubt. But it's still a little odd to me that he's the logo over, like, Jordan or Wilt or, I mean, hell, even Kobe. Uh, but, you know, so be it. So the other topic that I had for you was how excited. Well, do you want to tell people what we're going to be seeing in August? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We're seeing a band that... We followed for over a decade now. A German band. A very uh, incredible live band by the name of Rammstein. <gasps> yes. And I don't know the last time they were in the States. But I know they've. It's been a quite a long time. Yeah. 
and we actually it was funny because we've just talked about it like the week before yeah how you know would they ever come back or that's kind of one that we all we all want to see but right you know don't think that it could ever happen and then they go on sale the tickets were announced and i think they're doing maybe like 10 different stops yeah which by the way shout out to benny berman for for uh informing us because i had no idea and then he he contacted i feel like that's what it said on the instagram or some sort of site it was like everything goes on sale friday yeah yeah i i know i know they had pre-sales for like people that were part of like the lomstein fam club or something like that that were uh it was like two days prior you could you could get tickets but for the general public, I could have... Well, okay, I will say for Ticketmaster, it was still closed on Thursday. So hmm. what, what Kyle and I are talking about is that Benny told told us that... Uh, on Thursday. Yeah. Well, even before then, like he mentioned on like Tuesday or Monday or something that Rammstein is going on tour. So I looked up like where and all that stuff. And then I went to Ticketmaster, which is where I usually go, which fuck Ticketmaster now because they almost effed me over uh, because of the situation <laughs> I'm about to describe. Uh, but I went to Ticketmaster and they're like, okay, well, we don't, we're not selling tickets till Friday. I was like, okay, cool. So then I told Kyle and Benny, hey, on Friday, as quickly as possible, we got to get tickets. Because, I mean, we're going to a stadium of how many people, Kyle? 82,000. 82,000. That's 1,000. Just to just, <laughs> just to make sure everybody's on the same page. And I know that that's going to sell out like instantly. It might sound like a lot of people. It is a lot of people. But it's still going to sell out because Rammstein is just that freaking, like, just that big. And, uh, yeah, so, so Wednesday rolls around. We've got this kind of thing planned. We're like, okay, Friday... We're going to make sure that we, we get tickets as quickly as possible so we can get good seats, blah, blah, blah. Because we also know it's going to be really expensive. And uh, then Thursday rolls around and Benny just has access to <laughs> to to tickets already, like to, to actually buy tickets. And so out of, out of left field, he goes to like Vivid Seats. Shout out to Vivid Seats. We are not sponsored, by the way, by Ticketmaster or Vivid Seats. <laughs> if if the Ticketmaster, we will accept an offer, <laughs> especially by Ticketmaster. Who I just said, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So then um, we, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. So then uh, he he just went on Vivid Seats, and apparently they had they had they were selling tickets and all that. So. We ended up getting tickets, and I don't think that there were that many left over. I mean, there was still a decent amount, but there weren't, like, insane amounts. Like, in the section that we were looking, there were, what, like 80 seats left? Yeah, I mean, there was not a lot of seats um, in that section, which was a pretty massive section, like, prime time spot. So if we would have waited until Friday probably wouldn't have been in that section no no (laughs) that's an amazing like seat because i googled like that section and sent you guys a picture of like what a redskins game yeah would look like from that and it's pretty cool yeah pretty cool i cannot wait i am so pumped i've been wanting to see these guys since well since like almost the day i moved to the united states I uh, just haven't had a... I mean, I, I wasn't into, like, live concerts when I was eight. <laughs> but yeah, my point being, yeah. like, you know, I've been listening to them for such a long time. And then now that I've been going to just uh, innumerable live concerts, this was definitely in my top five. And I didn't know if yeah. it was ever going to happen, to your point that you said earlier, because they just don't come to the United States very often. And the fact that they ended up... Uh, announcing like a 10 place tour is is pretty pretty intense really freaking amazing their their live shows for anybody who's not familiar with them are i don't know like can you think of anyone that would put on a better live show than Rammstein? i, I mean i think nobody would put up more of a fucked up 
live show than Armstein. <laughs> I think I can say I know, that especially with the pyrotechnics and yeah, yeah, with the pyrotechnics and like just no one kind of does it that to that level. Yeah, where it's like flamethrowers and just very dangerous <laughs> equipment being handled like all throughout the show. Right. And just a great, you know, live or great lights, lighting and light show as well. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, nothing's coming to mind. Like, visually, I think, I don't know. I can't. I, I really yeah, don't I've, know. I've thought about it a few times. I can't think of anyone. Because Rammstein, they'll, they'll light themselves on fire. They'll, <laughs> they'll put out like a, a boiling pot. And yeah, put, put somewhere in, guy it. in yeah. there. Just the the keyboardist will sometimes have electricity coming out of his fingertips. <laughs> this just freaking insane stuff. They'll shoot um, fireworks, but like it's not like straight up in the sky. It's like at particular points in the stadium. It's just yeah. crazy stuff. I I mean, it's really really impressive. It's going to be a show just in its own right. But then again, right. just the like some of the most iconic songs like i any any time you play do hust i think everybody knows that that initial sound of do hust they may not right. know who rammstein is they may not have like heard do hust like entirely or anything but that's just that's one yeah. that's one of the most iconic songs in metal oh yeah i mean it's like i said before they have such a distinct sound yeah that you just know that's like a that's one of their songs and they put out a live um concert yeah film and um album which you can get on itunes or wherever spotify called paris yeah. live and it's incredible i mean this is probably a little over two years ago right so it's going to be probably pretty similar but i mean just the the sound is amazing. The crowd's yeah. involvement, how they get the crowd involved. Yeah, I love the Duhas is amazing. That, that, that oh, one. yeah. They get the crowd Cause everybody's involved. Just, the... It's a concert where, yeah, you just have so many songs that so many people know. Like right. They have so many hits that they can get, kind of go through. Yeah. And the crowd is like into it the whole time where like other concerts, it's like, you know what a really popular song will play and everybody's involved and then you're kind of like talking a little bit during other songs maybe or going to get a beer or just not as engaged but here it's like a full production as well as a musical performance like a lot of choreographed like not Dan <laughs> dancing obviously but like <laughs> choreographed uh <laughs> like you Fuckery. know like he brings the guy out yeah exactly yeah, that's perfect for it i mean it's it's definitely uh if you're seeing rammstein for the first time like i showed my girlfriend and yeah pretty much just was like got <laughs> just like what are you showing me right now <laughs> And uh, I don't know. I feel like if you weren't on board <laughs> 10 years ago, you're not going to get on board now, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. They're great. I've been listening to that live album a lot since we got those tickets, just kind of like because I just got so hyped about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, uh, but yeah, to the casual person who's like, let me investigate <laughs> this. Just fair warning is going to be... It's gonna be uh, jarring, maybe a little bit scary. There's there's um, one there's one live show. <laughs> I think it's uh, for the song. A little disturbing. Uh, which means bend over, <laughs> um, and it's not to pick something up. It's 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 for other <laughs> reasons that uh, extracurricular uh, extracurricular activities. activities. But uh, they end up doing it with like two of the band members. I'm, I'm not going to go into the details too much. <laughs> and uh, people can imagine. People can imagine. You can also just look it up. And uh, <laughs> and at one point, the the lead singer, I forgot his name, but uh, Till something. Yeah, Tillman or something like that. 
um, he 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 has this uh, this hmm, how do I say this delicately uh, <laughs> this uh, penile uh, unit phallic <laughs> phallic member <laughs> yes and uh, he, he's just like dousing the crowd <laughs> with with, uh, with uh, what I believe is is just milk but obviously the uh. Uh, the symbolic nature of the event. <laughs> What was he trying to say with that, convey with that gesture? Politically, ironically, I mean, what was the point? You know. Satirical, you think? Sure. I'll agree with whatever you say as long as I don't have to keep describing it. But but they they are definitely in a category of their own when it comes to their live performances oh yeah uh so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fucked up adventure but i cannot wait i am so pumped for this concert dream come true for sure only eight months away (laughs) only eight months away (laughs) that's okay i'll be pumped up for all eight of those months i can promise you that (laughs) yep yeah, so that that was uh, that's what I got on my agenda. I, we had apparently covered the the other four items: mm. UNC versus State, birthday, Super Bowl, and Kobe death, as I had written yep. it. So, is there anything else you wanted to cover? Uh, no, I think that pretty much uh, rounds her out. Okay, well, considering that. Uh, this is a delayed episode. I'll be talking to you, Kyle, <laughs> in like two days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we better come yes. up with some topics to entertain the folks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In a wealth of uh, material that occurred. And then this could be the most boring week of our lives leading up to the next one but maybe not we will see <laughs> yeah either way we'll see we'll be back next time yeah on the homespun yak no sponsors yet but <laughs> you know check out our instagram you might change your mind <laughs> oh, it's popping over there it's popping oh yeah All we're right, about folks. to put up a new one it was too a pleasure. So, yeah. catch you next time have a good one Bye.